What's cooking? Brought to you by Mr. Reuter. Thank you, Mr. Reuter. Very kindly. Call 412 Reuter 2 and brought to you by your local Geico rep, Tim Hester. Uh, thank you, Mr. Hester. Extra kindly. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers and new Silverado 1500 trucks. High of 39 with sunny skies today. I bet you it's a lot warmer in Bradenton. So let's go back to the Sullivan Super Service fan hotline to talk to our friend and yours, Mr. Jason Mackey. Mackey, pitchers, catchers, Sheltie talks. What's the newsiest item of the day here? <laughs> pitchers and catchers have reported. Um, I mean, the thing everybody's talking about back there, I feel like, is the starting pitcher. What are they going to do? Um, are they going to get, you know, pull off a trade for somebody? Um, and that's not happening here. Uh, but I would say that's the most pertinent story topic with the team right now. Down here, um, Yasmani Grandal is here. We talked to him uh, a little bit ago. Josh Fleming is here as well. He's probably like a tweener bullpen type. Um, you know, we talked to Sheltie a few minutes ago just to check that box, Joe, and it's a lot about, you know, expectations have changed. They're hoping to conduct themselves differently. Not, not Maybe not differently, but, you know, strike a different tone. I mean, it's, a, it's about how many games they win, how they perform, not necessarily teaching and young guy stuff anymore. You reported today that there could be some interest in Edward Cabrera in Miami, who's a wildly talented kid. Is that, do you think those talks are heating up? Could something happen soon? And what would it take to get him? Yeah, um, I would describe them as active. I don't know if I would say they're heating up or, or anything. I mean, there's been a healthy back and forth. Um, take to get him. I, I don't know, um, but I will say this. I don't think it would be a deal that would, like, I think the Pirates can pull it off. Put it that way. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibilities. Now, if I look at the Marlins and I look at some other guys they have, um, you know, Braxton Garrett, Jesus Lazardo, Yuri Perez, like those guys, the, the Marlins might not even want to deal. And if they did, they'd be outside of the Pirates' comfort zone. I think the Pirates easily have the prospect capital to get somebody like Cabrera. Um, you know, do they agree on something? I'm not saying they do. I'm saying that, you know, I think that the discussions at this point have been healthy. Um, but I, I don't think it would take like a, an un, how do I say it? Just like an unattainable, you know, amount of prospects or an, a, an amount of prospects that would kill them. G1 Bay is a name that gets mentioned. Yes. Yeah, that's certain, certainly in there. Um, you know, they're going to, if they acquire a starting pitcher, they're going to deal from a position of strength, which would be Bay Gonzalez Pagaro. Like I fully believe that. Now what, what surrounds that? I think that's probably up for debate. Who like, has yeah, the... no, I, Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't think they're going to want to give up, you know, Salamedo, Chandler, some of their, certainly not Skeens, you know, Tamar, guys like that. They're, they're like upper level prospects. Now, will they be willing to move guys, you know, who are still ranked in the top 30, but at the lower levels of the minor leagues? Yeah, probably. I, I would think those are the, the guys that we're talking about to get a deal done. For second base, is it a wide open, even competition or does Pagaro or Gonzalez have the inside track going in here? I'd probably lean toward wide open, you know, of those two options, Joe. Um, the only thing I, I would maybe caution that with is I think Leover Figuero made a greater impression last year. Um, and not that, that you know, they're going to be evaluating who starts there based on what somebody did last year, but I think we go into it at least on day one with Pagaro probably having the, the friendlier track. I think 
he demonstrated um, more of an ability to put the bat on the ball consistently. Uh, Gonzalez just struck out too much. I think there's more there, but he is, he's been able to show less. So, I mean, at this point, if, I, if I'm predicting somebody, I'm going Pagaro. Um, but, you know, I, I think they'd be smart to let it play out, and I think that's the way they're going to do it throughout the spring. Jason Mackey on the Sullivan Super Service Fan Hotline. Um, man, we had an interesting conversation with Michael McHenry today. I'll tell you that much, Mackey. This guy was Is there on... ever an uninteresting conversation with Ford? Come on. He was in Fuego. Ford. He thinks that the Pirates may want Henry Davis in order to really learn the tools of the trade behind the plate to begin the season in AAA. Have you heard anything like that? Well, I think it's my, I think that's an option from what I understand. Um, I think they're going to let Davis tell them what he can handle. Um, I think, yeah, if it does not go well catching-wise, certainly offensively, I don't think they'll be afraid to put Henry behind the plate. My understanding on that is, like, they want Henry's the catcher. They want Henry to catch. Um, I, I've heard little to nothing about the right field experiment. I actually asked Henry about that this morning. Like, how much has anybody talked to you? He said, not at all. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, w- I would co-sign with that with Fort with the, the explanation that, you know, they're not looking to do that. If Henry hits and plays defense solidly, I think he has a very good chance of making the major league club. But I don't think they're going to be afraid to send him to AAA if that's what his development requires. Well, the question for me is, what if he tears the cover off the ball and is awful defensively? Then what do I you know. do? I know. I, you got to keep him on the big league roster, right? I asked. I, I asked. I, I asked him. Yeah. Is it worth it to invest all that time and energy in him becoming a major league catcher if he's already hitting? Like you know. And he said, you know, that is the question. W- would it be worth it? Yeah. I mean, I, I would have to see how bad the defense is, Joe. But and how how like what's the offense look around it? Like if they didn't have his bat and other guys were hitting, could we be okay with it? Is the defense really horrendous? But if you made me answer one way or the other right now, I'd probably lean with you and say I keep the bat. I just think they need it too much. He also said that if it were up to him, he does he'd have McCutcheon as his leadoff guy. You? No, I would not. I I disagree with Ford on that one. I'm going O'Neill Cruz. I, I love the uniqueness that he provides at that spot. I, I respect Kutch. It's certainly no indictment of him. Um, I, I also talked to Kutch about this last year in Detroit where, like, he made one of those faces that everybody has seen McCutcheon make. It's kind of tough to – I asked about hitting leadoff, and he's like, I'll do it. You know, I like that's what my team needs. I don't think he loves it. I don't think Kutch goes into this thing hoping to hit leadoff. Cruz legitimately likes hitting there. Um, so I – to me, I'm looking to put guys in a, a, a place where, like, I know they're going to be happy but also produce. And I, I just I like Cruz so much there that I don't want to move him. Speaking of Cruz, what clues are you getting um, about his health? McHenry He's feels good. like it'll mostly be, you know, the mental recovery is the big part of it. I, I want to know if this guy – is 100% physically the same guy we saw before the injury. If he can do everything he did before that, do you think we'll yeah. see that in spring training? I do. I do, Joe. I was watching him run yesterday. Looked fine. Um, he was not here today. Obviously, he's not required to be here every day until the 19th. Um, I mean, I watched the dude hit in Philly last year at the end of the regular season. That was not a young man who was in, you know, um, limited in any way. 
Um, obviously, it's different, you know, running, sprinting, diving, fielding, all that stuff. And we'll have to wait and see how that works out. But, I, boy, I, everything they say is he's 100%. Last time we talked to Derek Shelton, he was talking about, like, getting videos of Cruz and how happy it makes him seeing what he's doing in the Dominican. I, I do not anticipate any hang-up whatsoever with O'Neill physically. I mean, obviously, I think there's going to be an adjustment mentally, right? Nobody goes from playing nine games to 155 and doesn't experience some sort of hiccup, even the best players in the world. But I, I really I, – I think this kid is going to have a fantastic year, Joe, which I know is a, an extremely hot take to say that I think that O'Neill Cruz is going to be good. But, yeah, I'm not worried about him. Well, those are the three biggest questions for me in this spring training is sure. the, the health of O'Neill Cruz – can Hank Davis catch? And, of course, the third one, not necessarily in this order, when are we going to see Skeens? McHenry said he thinks not until May at least and maybe early June. You? Yeah, I mean, I, I, about that. I've been saying mid-May. Um, I'm not going to move off of that. I would add one question to your three biggest storylines of spring, Joe, and just add the starting pitching situation and what the heck is going on there. But, yeah, I think Skeens is a – an interesting one. Um, we talked to him this afternoon just a little bit ago, too, about whether he's going into this, you know, expecting to earn a job. And he said all the right things. What did he say? Very well. That he's going into this wanting to learn as much as possible, but of course he's competing for a job. Like he would never not be competing for a job. You know, that's how he goes every day, trying to, you know, earn as much as possible. Um, I, I don't think there's any way he makes the big club out of spring, though. I just don't. I mean, they talk a lot about him only pitching, I think, six and two-thirds, six and a third, whatever it is, professional innings. And, I mean, some of that's fair. Like, I think they want to see him get on a five-day schedule. I think they want to see him probably wouldn't – it wouldn't shock me if they had him make a couple starts at Altoona. I think he'll probably succeed wildly there. And then he goes up to Indianapolis, makes a couple there. We've talked about the year of control. Like, if they deny him from reaching a full year of service, they keep him for an extra year, which I get. They're not saving any money. That's just a business strategy. Um, you know, and I, I don't think they're going to super to him. I, I, I've said that, and I just thought, assuming he pitches well, I don't think you can. I think it would just look ridiculous. But, yeah, you get through a couple of minor league starts. He shows that he can do it. I think he'll be up here. All right, the last question, and I want to be very careful how I phrase it. Uh, Trevor Bauer is out there for the major league minimum. When last we saw him, he was really good. Uh, the year before that, he won the Cy Young Award not too long ago for the major league minimum. So we know there's some accusations in his recent past, but I have to ask you, I mean, Jiwon Bay, uh, I believe, was was uh, suspended for 30 games by Major League Baseball in 2019 for a domestic, uh, alleged domestic incident. Aroldis Chapman has some history in that area. So why is it, do they consider it to be worse with Bauer? Because he was never charged with anything. I don't really know enough about his past to make a comment on it. It just seems curious that a team like the Pirates, given the fact that they're showing that they are willing to have people on their team with somewhat of a history with that would just say absolutely not with Bauer. I know. Well, and, and they are very interested in Domingo Herman, who has, a I think, 80-game domestic violence suspension and just got out of rehab for, you know, having a severe drinking problem. Um, so, I mean, with Bauer, as I understand it, the issue is not related to his off-field transgressions. I, I think – you know, not that they wouldn't be concerned about them or take them seriously. I think the 
um, you know, sort of line of demarcation, so to speak, with Bauer is his off-field reputation, and I don't think they want that. I don't mm. think they want to deal with what he would be fit baseball-wise, that sort of thing. I think there's a, you know, maybe if you look at him compared to Domingo Herman, like there's a feeling, or at least if they would sign Herman, I think it would be that they have this feeling that he has changed and he feels differently and he's been to rehab and he's really desperate for a second chance and has done things to, to just who he is where Bauer is kind of like, you know, they don't have that same confidence. And I don't know if they're right or wrong. I got, I'm not levying an opinion. I'm just trying to explain like where I think the, the, the hiccup is like why they haven't signed Trevor Bauer. I don't think it's because they're scared off by the allegations and stuff this off season. I just think they don't see him as a fit with their team. Interesting. It really is because I mean, that's, that's a guy who I think would walk in and potentially honestly be your number one starter. There's that still that potential. He's only 33 years old. All right, Jason. Uh, am I missing anything here? Well, I'm, I'm afraid. Of, oh, here's one. And it's another. <laughs> it's always it's, a scary place in your brain, Joe. Uh, I'm, I'm also playing off uh, McHenry here. Tamar Johnson, see him in September, he said. Quinn Priester starts in AAA. Those were two of his predictions. You agree? Yeah. Uh, uh, Tamar, I, I, yeah, I have a tough time with that one. He's either 19 or 20. I think he's start double A. I mean, if things go well, like they should have pieces at that position, not necessarily be auditioning guys. I mean, even if they don't go as well, like you're, I have a tough time not seeing or seeing like Key Brian and O'Neill not on the team in September. So that leaves the right side of the infield. Like you, I don't know. I'm kind of talking in circles. I, I'd be more okay with the Quinn Priester projection than I would with the tomorrow one. Thank you, Mackie. All right, Joe. Maybe Thank we you. can talk. Uh, when are we going to talk again? If there's a trade, let's talk tomorrow. You tell me, buddy. Always available for you, but only you. What a nice man he is, huh? City limits. Oh, he's just the best. Is he still there? He is. I'm. I'm still here. I, di- I didn't hear well, the take click. City limits. Take him away from me, and you say goodbye to him. That's Bye, how Jason. this works. <laughs> by uh, by limits. I, I can't call you awesome. I got to call you limits. I love that nickname, by the way. Joe. I do that too. Is some of your best work. But yet he tries to call me Mr. P. Are we done here no. yet? Uh, well, there's L- things L- we Mr. have to P. get to. Limits. Goodbye, Jason. Bye, Thank Goodbye, you. Bye, Jason. Bye, Joe.